Welcome to Simplify with Megan, the podcast where I help online coaches grow a life-first coaching business that's simple and sustainable while working less than 15 hours a week. My name's Megan. I'm a mom of two with baby three on the way. And since I started my online business in 2014, I have helped hundreds of online business owners start and grow their businesses to six, multi-six, and seven-figure businesses. I took a two-year sabbatical when I became a parent. And when I relaunched my coaching business as a mom of two, in less than a year, I've made over six figures while working as a true solopreneur for less than 15 hours each week while prioritizing my life and keeping things as simple as possible. I like to keep things real here. So get ready for the most authentic and activating business and sales coaching meant to help you make your life as a busy coach easier and not more complicated. Let's get rich together. Welcome to the Productive Life Podcast hosted by me, Megan Mins. This is the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to be more productive in their business and their personal life. Because as a business owner, your business and personal life are connected, and we can't talk about one without talking about the other. Each week, you'll learn about productivity, organization, personal development, self-care, business strategies, and more. And now let's get started. Welcome to this episode of the Productive Life Podcast. I am so excited to be chatting with you today all about how to be more productive as a solopreneur. I know that often when you are building and growing a business on your own, it can feel like you have an insurmountable amount of tasks that you want to do, this big vision for all the dreams that you want to accomplish, and it can feel a little frustrating or overwhelming when it's just you and you don't have a team yet. I was a side hustler. I was a solopreneur for a very long time. I presently have a team of several contractors. And I've seen clients grow from no support to full-time team members. So I've seen the whole range of support in the online business space. And I really think for solopreneurs, there are just a few simple tactics, techniques, and mindset shifts that we can make to help you be as productive as possible. And more importantly, focused on the things that you want to be focused on, seeing results, and growing your business so that eventually you can hire a support staff when you're ready. So I know that if you are listening to this and you are a solopreneur and you've struggled with this, just let me know if you're watching this live. Give me some emojis. If you're listening to this on YouTube or on the podcast later, you know, I'd love to hear from you what your experience is, either on Instagram DMs, Facebook Messenger, or however you want to communicate with me. But let's go ahead and jump in to some of the mindset shifts that you need to make if you're in this situation. One of the biggest things that you can do as a solopreneur is to actually focus on less things than you might want to. So instead of focusing on having a bunch of different offers, a lot of courses, a lot of digital products, and kind of throwing spaghetti on the wall with a lot of different offers, the best thing you can do is actually focus on one to two signature well-priced offers and go all in on that. I want you to focus on selling, learning the art of selling, which may seem like something you're uncomfortable with, but is a necessary part of growing your business. And I want you to just practice selling, delivering these offers, and experimenting with what works, what attracts your ideal client, and how can you support and get them results as quickly and efficiently as possible. 
So I think that's one of the biggest shifts you can make starting out as a solopreneur is focus on less. I know where there's a ton of options when it comes to starting your business. You could do templates and low ticket offers. You could do high ticket masterminds. You could do one-on-one services or coaching. Um, so there is a decision-making process involved, but I think it is absolutely worth it to narrow down and pick one to two offers to go all in on and do the math around those offers and the price point to see if it's going to get you where you want to go. Often we start with low price products. I did that a lot. I started with low ticket digital products and courses, and they were great experience, but the volume required to sell low price products was overwhelming as a solopreneur. So I want you to focus on one or two offers and do that math to see what you need to be pricing at, what you want to offer so that you can start making the money you need to to grow your business and if you are side hustling to leave your job. The next mindset shift you need to make as a solopreneur, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with this even past the solopreneur stage, is getting comfortable with seeing the discrepancy of where you are now and where you want to go. I've been talking to quite a few of my clients lately who see this vision for themselves. They know they want to be selling this high-level program. They know they want to be selling at this high price point. They know they want to have this team. And they even have this vision for how their offers and services and products look. And when you're just starting out and you are the visionary and you see that discrepancy, it can be discouraging. It can make you feel like, why even bother if you can't do it to that level that you're picturing in your head? And I understand because I struggle with this too. This is what I was saying. It's critical for solopreneurs in particular, but it really is a great mindset shift for all online business owners, is to see that discrepancy as something that is inspiring and inspires you to take action and grow your business so that you can build out that vision. But ultimately, you need to be okay holding space for both. You have to learn the art of holding the space for your really exciting, inspiring vision and still taking action steps to get closer to that with the resources and time you have presently. So when it comes to productivity tips for solopreneurs, maybe you didn't expect to start out with two different mindset shifts, but I think it's really critical because getting more done is great, but we want to make sure that our efforts are leveraged and focused and that we have this really solid foundation instead of just trying to get more done. Now we can shift into a little bit more of the tactical tips for productivity for solopreneurs. The first tactical tip is to plan in a smaller window of time. I know that a lot of solopreneurs really feel like they need to have this crystal clear 12-month vision. They need to know exactly what they're doing every week, every month of the next 12 months in order to feel confident enough to start taking action, and that is procrastinating. And I love to plan. Like, I understand the joy that comes from annual planning, but the reality is that as a solopreneur in particular, it's just you. The amount of focus that you have and time that you have is a limited resource, and I don't want you to waste it procrastinating. I want you to be taking action. So I want you to plan in a 90-day cycle. You can follow the traditional quarterly planning cycle of Q1, Q2, Q3, or you can start your next 90-day cycle at any time you want. I've started them in the middle of the week, in the middle of the month. Um, sometimes it's just you need to 
you need to actually sit down and make that plan for just the next 90 days. Focus on what you want to accomplish, the results you want to achieve, and what projects you want to work on just in the next 90 days. And let yourself worry about the next 90 days and the rest of the year after this point. Especially as a solopreneur, you may be experimenting, you may be testing, you may be trying new things. So I really want you to be agile and flexible and adaptable with your planning. So only plan in 90-day cycles. Do not plan beyond that. And when you are doing this 90-day planning, the next thing I want you to do is to focus on one project at a time. Especially when you're a solopreneur, the best thing you can do is have one project that you're focusing on from start to finish at a time. It's going to allow you to actually accomplish these projects much faster as well. So instead of working on four or five projects like updating your website and creating a freebie and creating a course and doing a funnel and starting a podcast. Imagine how long it's going to take you to make significant progress on all five when you're just bouncing around back and forth, back and forth. Oh, and then there's the actual, you know, client work that you need to do, answering emails, the operations. It's going to be difficult to make progress and start seeing results if you're working on all five at one time. So what I want you to do is when you're planning out the next 90 days, map out one project at a time and you will be able to get them done faster since you're just focusing on one at a time. So maybe if you want to create a freebie, you do that for one week and then you move on and that project is done. And then the next week you can launch your podcast and then the next week you can pre-sale your course. You know, whatever your projects are, you are actually going to be able to see faster results, make faster progress when you're focused on one single project at a time. And you're going to have to be in focus mode. You're going to have to commit to that. But I want you to make that shift. If you're a solopreneur, you have a new rule that I'm telling you to do, which is only focus on one single project at a time. When you have virtual assistants, when you have contractors, when you have team members, then you will be able to work on multiple projects at a time without limiting your speed and progress and results and focus. But as a solopreneur, it's one project at a time. So you're going to plan for 90 days. You're going to pick one project at a time. And then to make it even clearer, to give you the like basic action plan where you know exactly what to do when you sit down, the third thing I want you to do is to zero in on a two-week action plan. You may have heard of two-week sprints. And this is the same basic concept with a little bit less structure. Ultimately, if you have this project you're working on, and maybe it's going to take you four or six weeks to do this project, I don't want you to even worry about what you're doing the full six weeks yet. Focus on the next two weeks. What do you need to do over the next two weeks to stay on track with that project? Make a actual two-week to-do list. I like to call them action plans so they sound a little bit more... I don't know, fun to me, Uh, but make an action plan for the two weeks. So you're planning for 90 days, you're picking one project, and then you're narrowing it down even further to be a two-week action plan. And that's all you have to do. For that two weeks, you're going to sit down, you're going to work through your action plan. You don't have to get distracted with a new idea or shiny object or starting to waver on what you're even focusing on. Just have an action plan for the two weeks and focus on that. Sit down, do it, and it will also start to train you that you can show up and do this work. You can complete tasks. You can stay focused. You can see results and make progress because you're training yourself to show up and follow the plan and see results and move forward. It's really rewarding once you start doing that. 
The next thing I want you to do, we're getting a little bit even grittier here or more detailed. So you have this two-week action plan, but it still may be a lot. You may be wondering, how am I going to get all of this done in the next two weeks? And this is the secret sauce that really applies to all business owners, but especially solopreneurs, is I want you to sit down, take 30 minutes at most, and I want you to create an ideal weekly schedule. But not just your normal weekly schedule that maybe you've done before. I want you to do a little bit more work up front. And with your 90-day projects, with your goals, with the project and the action plan you're working on right now, I want you to list out all of the recurring things you need to be doing on a daily and weekly basis. This should include things like client work. This should include things like going live on Facebook if you're doing that or recording a podcast or answering emails or responding to client questions, being in a Facebook group. Whatever is going on in your business, I want you to actually sit down and make a note of what all needs to be happening on a daily or weekly basis, how long you need to spend on that. So that means if you're just open for client calls, we're going to narrow that down. How many hours a week are you open for client calls? I want us to get very specific because we need to build our ideal weekly schedule with those things baked in. I want you to start scheduling the stuff that you know you need to do on a weekly basis. And instead of being reactive, instead of jumping around, instead of feeling really scattered and all over the place, we are going to bake it into your schedule. You are going to know exactly when you are doing everything on your two-week action plan as well as these recurring foundational tasks that you need to be doing. We're going to know when it's all happening. And we're only focused on two weeks at a time. You can change this weekly schedule with every action plan if you want to. I recommend that all CEOs redo their weekly schedule at least every 90 days to coincide with the 90-day projects and priorities that are going on. But when you're a solopreneur and you're just going from one project and completing it to the next, you can really just focus on two weeks at a time. What are you doing for the next two weeks? And when is that work getting done? And does it all fit? This is the thing that so often I hear, I don't know how long it will take. It always takes longer than I think it will. And that's because you probably didn't ever sit down and even estimate how much you really thought it would take and figure out if there's time for all of that in your calendar before the two weeks even starts. So I want you to not only have this ideal weekly schedule, I want you to infuse it with the recurring tasks and the action plan, and you may need to make adjustments. You may realize in order to get it all done, you want to, you are going to choose to work later in the day than you normally would or choose to work on the weekends. But there's a very big difference between choosing to work additional hours or on the weekends when you know it's on purpose and by design and not a bad habit that you're just doing reactively because you're stressed and you feel like you have to grind and hustle and stay up late. That's not what we want. So I want you to be making those decisions intentionally to either work longer hours to make it all happen, or this is a great opportunity to simplify and just remove things. Like we were talking about at the very beginning, I know you have this vision for what you're trying to accomplish, and it's amazing, but sometimes we need to find a way to scale it down. What can you do now with the resources you have? Maybe you have this dream of having this really high level accountability program where there's like weekly coaching calls and five calls a week and you see this huge vision. What's the version of that that you can do right now that fits into your schedule? So this is a really important task I want you to be doing is figuring out how you're going to make it all happen in a week, map it out, take the time to do that, and then 
it comes to being focused and following through. So the last productivity tip for solopreneurs is to identify your focus mode recipe. (laughs) There's probably a better name for that, but that's what I'm calling it right now. What are the ingredients that you need mentally and physically and in your environment to get into a state of focus and hopefully flow as well. So for me, I want to have, I need to be in my office. I am just never going to really be truly focused if I'm in a different room. I need to have my salt lamp on because it just makes me feel really cozy. I like to have a candle on. I like to have good music, my headphones. I like to have the windows open. And if I have that, and then I have a very clean desk with just a notepad to capture ideas and my to-do list, I can pretty easily tap into a state of focus. I also turn off notifications, do not disturb, all of that stuff. That is my focus recipe. Yours could be very different. Some people like music with words. Some people don't. Some people want quiet. Some people want coffee shop ambient noise in the background. So what is your focus mode recipe? Because we have this plan for the next two weeks and now what we need to do is follow through and do it. So you need to figure out how to get yourself into a state of focus, what boundaries you need to hold in order to do that, what what distractions do you need to minimize, and then ultimately you have to follow through. And being disciplined isn't always the most fun thing. We don't have to be perfect. You know, if you mess up, it doesn't mean you're a total failure and you should give up. But we need to strive to follow through because the habits that you are building right now as a solopreneur, how you approach your business, how you show up on a daily basis, these are habits that you are baking into your DNA as an entrepreneur. And I want you to be starting out with your business journey as a solopreneur, even if you've been a solopreneur for a few years, it's so important to develop these really supportive habits of follow through, focus, and clarity so that you can actually start seeing the results and growing your business to the level that you want. So let's do a little recap of the productivity tips for solopreneurs. So you're going to make a few mindset shifts. So mindset shift number one is deciding to focus on less offers and go all in on those instead of focused on launching a bunch of different offers all at once. So you're going to focus on one or two offers. Mindset shift number two is to get comfortable holding space for your vision and your reality at the same time. Then the next tip is to start planning your days or your time in 90-day cycles. Just plan for the next 90 days. The next tip is to pick one project at a time to focus on. The next tip is to narrow that down into a two-week action plan so that you know exactly what your deliverables are and outcomes are for the next two weeks. Then you're going to build it all out into a weekly schedule for the next two weeks so you know exactly what is happening. And the cool thing, just to elaborate on that again, is that once you have the foundation of this weekly schedule, you won't have to redo it completely from scratch every week. It'll just be a good foundation for you to get started with to do it for two weeks at a time. But either you're going to have that weekly schedule where you know when you're getting everything done for the next two weeks, then you're going to start to learn how to get into focus mode. You're going to figure out your recipe for getting into a state of flow, minimizing interruptions, and following through on your plans. So those are the productivity tips that I have for solopreneurs. I hope that this was really helpful for you. And if you are looking for more support on how to be a productive and successful solopreneur and transition out of the solopreneur role into one of a business leader, 
a CEO, someone who is scaling and growing their business and hitting their goals and building a team, then I would love for you to join my brand new free Facebook group. We have just launched it and you can go to meganmins.com forward slash community to join our free Facebook group called Empowered Entrepreneurs. So regardless of what stage you're at in your business, if you're a side hustler, if you're just starting out, or if you're a multi seven figure dollar, seven figure, uh, can't, can't talk, seven figure business owner. The whole spectrum is welcome. We will be doing live trainings like this. We will be sharing resources. My team and I are so excited to be building this community of entrepreneurs who are ready to grow their business and not sacrifice their personal life and find their version of success and work-life balance. So go to meganmens.com forward slash community to join the Facebook group. And I want to go ahead and announce that on June 22nd, we are starting a brand new five-day free live masterclass series. I'm so excited to be doing this. So we'll have five days straight of live masterclasses every day, all about how to go from solo to CEO. And this is a free five-day masterclass series. You can go to meganmins.com forward slash solo to CEO. All of these links are beneath uh, so that you can just click through really easily. But go to meganmins.com forward slash solo to CEO to register for this free masterclass so that you can join me live and my team live every day for five days starting June 22nd. Uh, Again, you can register for free. You'll have access to the replays for, um, I believe it's over a week. You'll have access to those replays, even if you can't attend live every day. And we'll have a workbook. It's going to be so much fun. I would love to see you in both the free Facebook group, as well as the Solo to CEO Masterclass starting June 22nd. Hope to see you there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you in the Facebook group. Thank you for listening to the Productive Life Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would share your biggest takeaway on your Instagram stories or wherever you hang out. This helps me understand what you find the most helpful so that I can make more episodes and resources like this. If this podcast has helped you at all, please take just one minute to leave a review on iTunes so that we can help spread the word about the Productive Life Podcast with others who may enjoy it. And last but not least, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes sent to you directly. To learn how to work with me one-on-one or get instant access to freebies, trainings, templates, workshops, and more, be sure to go to meganmins.com right now. I'll see you in the next episode.